Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, everybody? I am here with myself and Josh Hall. We are covering for Billy because he's down in the bayou this week. Um, we got uh, some combine reactions, some trade reactions, a bunch of stuff going on in the NFL and for these uh, for these youngins coming up in the league. So uh, in just a second, let's tailgate. So Josh, uh, we we played some golf today. Um, now now we're talking some uh, some dynasty tailgate action. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I feel like we talked very little about golf, surprising or uh, football during golf, surprisingly. Yeah. But I mean, it was really about the first day of the year. A nice 35 degree day to play some golf. Just a little bit of winter golf, man. Something about winter golf, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Now that now that we're in this part of the day, we might as well get into a little bit of football. I don't. I don't think we can hide away from it for too long. So, yeah, I'm personally uh, still recovering from the news of the Cleo Mack trade to Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, as a Bears fan, that really hurts my feelings, but I totally understand it. I, you know, it's just. I just feel like I to and, see him go. Yeah, I, and I wish this news would have broke earlier, but no, I, I just feel like it was time and they recouped at least some value for it. I don't think it was as great. They said second and sixth round, I believe um, of next year. So it's going to hurt this year, but also dumped a little salary off. They might be able to do something to free agency. I think that's probably the play here, but I mean, he, he was good the first year. He just never relived his, you know, glory days. And that's just what happens when you kind of overpay for a defensive player nowadays. No, no. Acquiring him in 2018 and us making the playoff run was was pretty special. Um, I totally get it. But he still counts 11 percent against our cap, which really sucks. Oh, and even after the trade? Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. Well, at least it's fl- uh, clearing up some cap space for the future. But um, on to the, the young guys, the new guys who Bears will not, for unfortunately, be drafting in the first round. But Talk about some changes around the uh, NFL draft surrounding some of these rookies after the combine. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we got to talk about Wentz going to the commanders. I think in our mock draft, we had uh corral or Willis going to the commanders there. Um, that's huge. You know, Seattle's got a first round pick again and is back in the market. So um, there's a lot of moving and shaking going on. And uh, these guys are going to get, uh, get drafted because of it. 
Yeah, and I think uh, we didn't really necessarily have Denver grabbing a quarterback either. So that does kind of add to the quarterback taken, but also Washington most likely is out of the quarterback market, although they could double down and just screw with Wentz with another backup quarterback. They should. We should trade Foles to the commanders is what should happen. But I was anyway. really I was really hoping that would happen with Indy. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm back. You know, I'm your backup <laughs> again in case you guys hey, Frank, I'm back, man. No, I have to think that, not to skip ahead, Beard, I have to think that wide receiver might be uh, something they'd at least be interested in, if not boosting. It depends on what falls to 11. I mean, there's some offensive linemen there. Uh, Kyle Hamilton's slipping down draft boards now. I mean, it's really just best available. They just cut Landon Collins uh, to free agency, so I could see them potentially going Kyle Hamilton if he makes it that far, which I don't know why he would, but I've been seeing him in some mock drafts going down the board, so... It's a lot they could do. Um, Drake London seems to be the match there, um, which I'm not really sure why they need McLaurin, Diami Brown, and then London. But, you know. So speaking of these wide receivers, though, real quick, um, you know, Drake London, Billy has that he hurt himself by not working out. Uh, he actually hurt his stock there. Uh, I wasn't super impressed with a lot of these wide receivers. The speed was absolutely there. But, um, you know, you had Skybourne, um, and then you had uh, Traquan, or Traquan Thornton out of uh, Baylor and they were lightning freaking fast, but literally um, haven't done much in their careers to warrants, you know, all these teams with the John Ross and the uh, Henry Ruggs, these guys are shooting up boards now. And I really don't see how Drake London necessarily hurt himself. You know, a lot of these kids are going to their pro days now because, you know, apparently they get better time, they get more time to prepare for it and that sort of thing. So, It'll be really interesting to see what he does in his uh, in his pro day, but I don't really think many of these wide receivers really improve their stock at all, except for these really fast guys. Yeah, I think what we had for offensive points, we had uh, you know our boy Traylon Burks jumping up the board because of his just sheer size, but it doesn't even seem like that's happened. Um, if anything, Garrett Wilson and London have pretty much stayed true to their spots that like top 10 for London ish. And then Garrett Wilson still going to the Browns. So um, I, I I've seen a lot of Traylon Burks still at the bottom half, which someone will get a steal out of him. but, but you're right. The, the speedy guys, that doesn't mean they're good. It just means they're fast. Uh, a lot of like John Ross is a perfect example of that. He was supposed to be the next Tyree kill. And then Henry Ruggs was the next Tyree kill. And then even uh, the chiefs who drafted Michael Hardman was supposed to be the next Tyree kill. So I, you, everybody's just looking for that, next freak fast athlete but unfortunately speed doesn't equate to good hands so yeah and watching last week you know we had chris olave run that uh 426 unofficial time the official time was 439 um but still really quick i mean him and his teammate garrett wilson definitely improving their stock there and um i mean i like olave i like wilson a lot you know burks he has all the measurables i think you know that's something that teams really gotta look out for I'm just really excited to see Drake London's pro day because that could vault him up really high with, with, you know, being as big as he is and as fast as he is. So be interesting to watch those teams, especially with Wentz in uh, Washington. They definitely need it now. Well, there's a solid about seven or eight wide receivers that are going to be drafted in the first round and most likely all going to make an impact. I don't think there's going to be a true, you know, DK Metcalf or Justin Jefferson in the draft, but I I think you're going to get someone that's, a couple of them that are actually pretty valuable to their teams. So I'm looking forward to London. I think he'll be good. Billy, I already know Billy loves Traylon Burks. Uh, if you had to pick one of the wide receivers to be the number one right now, who would it be? 
Um, I would say Drake London. I've been fast on that this whole time. Just, you know, for a guy that size with the way he runs, I mean, he's always open. He is down the field. So, and the way he runs routes is really good too. So only, only better things in the future for him. He's a big guy. I didn't realize how he's six, five. So yeah, absolutely massive. Now the one wide receiver, I was, that kind of hurt his stock was David Bell uh, out of Purdue. Um, he has never been, no, no one thought he was going to be the most athletic wide receiver in this draft. He definitely plays more of a jump ball box out receiver game. Uh, he actually, during the uh, combine said that he, uh, he models his game after Allen Robinson, which I think is like a perfect type of comp to the player he is. Uh, but he, a lot of people have him falling down boards after he tested pretty mediocre average let's say <laughs> um but uh i mean i i think someone's getting an absolute steal from david bell and i'm glad that he's slipping down a little bit because um that'd be great for teams in the second round like my bears yeah that's true um well i think we kind of touched on pretty much all the big names for wide receivers um maybe not as much in depth but uh running backs uh something that me and billy have a fireball bet on i bet that a running back would be drafted in the first round and it's starting to look like Brees hall might be slipping up to that first round it's close i mean it could easily be beginning of the second but uh those desperate teams i think we get shocked every year that there's a running back drafted in the first round when there wasn't one projected um some of those teams at the bottom buffalo bills uh potentially the titans i mean i could see them potentially looking for a replacement eventually for henry Buccaneers, Green Bay, maybe not Green Bay, Miami, definitely. KC, I think they're always on the lookout. Uh, Patriots draft one every year, too. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of teams down there. There's plenty of teams to trade for these. Uh, could be a, there could be a running back draft in the first round, and I think if it does happen, it's Brees Hall. Yeah, I know the uh, just from reading and stuff, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bucks have been really in-depth interviewing these running backs, so – you know that's what they're looking for. And Brees Hall looked phenomenal. I mean, he was he ran the 40 very quickly for running back, but it did not look like he was trying that hard. It was a very smooth smooth acceleration and stuff. I like the player you're getting out of him. His tape from Iowa State was amazing. Um, I really like that. Now, you know, Kenneth Walker looked so-so. And, uh, you know, Isaiah Spiller, he was hurt during the workout. So we'll see how those guys, uh, how they improve their stock. Um, but, uh I would have to say all three of them are going to be second rounders. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe Brees Hall slips to the first round. So all probably top five to seven dynasty uh, draft top in the top seven. So, I mean, you're yeah. going to be getting those in the top seven, I would imagine along with some of these wide receivers, maybe Malik Willis if you're in super flex, but um, yeah, I just, I like it. I think I, I think Isaiah Spiller and Walker didn't really hurt themselves. I feel like they, just kind of stay the same. They didn't solidify themselves as number one, which Brees did. Um, but apparently uh, James Cook, Mr. Dalvin's brother, uh, is apparently faster than expected. So yeah, faster than his brother's time. Maybe namesake and speed will get him a chance in the NFL. And uh, I don't I don't know exactly when he'll be going, but I think he'll be interested in at the very least. People will take a chance on him, maybe bring him in as the second guy. That'd be a good spot for like someone like uh, him to go to Denver behind Javante. I'd rather have that than them sign like I don't know. And he looks more like a change of pace than a than a three down back. Um, you know, the one thing that Dalvin does that I have never seen from James's game is seek contact. And I've said this on this Dynasty Tailgate podcast before. Watching James Cook run, it's like he is running and everyone else is in slow motion, but 
as soon as there's any sort of contact, he he would rather jump outside or try to avoid the contact rather than running into people. And I think the teams see that tape too. I'm not the only one. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, as for uh, losers, Kyron Williams. Yeah. Anything to say about him? Not a good showing, but Rashad White jumped ahead of him in my ranks, and that dude's awesome. He has interviewed with the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Bills, or the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills. So watch out for that dude. He's been my man crush all offseason. Dynasty guys, watch out for Rashad White. Do you would you say that you like Rashad White as a running back? I I you haven't talked about him enough. I love Rashad White as a running back, and I'm going to keep standing on the soapbox until someone goddamn listens to me. What about Brian Robinson? Did he? Did his stock change any? I mean, I didn't see no. anything. I didn't see anything good or bad about him, really. Yeah, kind of middle of the road. Yeah, so he'll be an interesting third rounder or so. But um, and, until before we get into like quarterbacks and all these other skill positions, let's talk about some of the not so sexy like dynasty picks, but uh, just about the NFL draft. So. Number one is looking to not be Evan Neal anymore. Um, not only uh, Neal not being at the combine kind of hurt him, but uh, Nkanu might have usurped him as the number one offensive lineman. But I don't think we think the Jaguars are going to go with him anymore anyway. They franchise tag Cam Robinson, and it's looking like Aiden Hutchinson is now the favorite to be drafted first, which I called um, just because I don't think that uh, Doug Peterson wants to go in there and draft an offensive tackle with the number one overall pick. So. I think he's going to want to make the splashy play. I think Hutchinson goes to number one. And then honestly, at that point, I don't think Neil goes first as offensive lineman. He could him and Aquanu, I think are a lot closer now though. Um, so there's some yeah. non-sexy news. And then also sauce Gardner seems to have solidified that number one cornerback slot. I think it was kind of him and uh, not McDuffie is the other one. Stingley Stingley. Um, for the one and two, and I think it was pretty much flip flopped on a lot of ours. I think we actually kind of had a little disagreement. We all, oh yeah, we all picked uh, three different corners for that pick, um, and it's looking like Sauce is the number one guy. So could change, obviously, but as of right now, that's what it's looking like. So any other yeah. IDP guys you want to get into? Um, you know, Perry on Winfrey, uh, Billy's guy. He is uh, he's looking good. He tested well. Uh, Jordan Davis looked like an absolute. I, I mean, that guy is Jordan scary. Davis was a hoss. Yeah. That guy is scary after running the 40 that he ran and just everything else that he did. Um, I like that a lot. But, uh, I mean, my big thing with Evan Neal, man, I still think he's the first pick. I think you we tag. Did? Yeah. You franchise tag Cam Robinson. That's that's one year. There's no saying you're going to get a. Oh, you're saying still the first number one overall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, Aquanu looked awesome. He tested really well, but he did come from more of a run blocking offense and he's really good at blocking for the run. Um, not great. Not as great against the pass as someone like Evan Neal who played that in that pro style system. So I still think he goes there. I mean, get the two bookends for this year for T-Law and, uh, and go from there. But uh, no, there's a lot of good players, man. Um, you know, we'll see more in these pro days coming up with a lot of guys electing to do certain workouts at their pro days. I'm really interested to see a lot of these linebackers um, really, really play, though. Yeah, uh, the Kobe Dean and Lloyd, both two of the pretty much only inside linebackers being drafted in the first at this point. Uh, it looks like Lloyd's stock stayed about the same. It looks like Dean slipped a little bit, but I mean, I don't think either one of their stock really fell or rose. Um, it's really just going to come down to a team knowing what they want. I think the Eagles grab one of them. Um, 
preferably Lloyd, I think, is the, the higher riser. But I wouldn't be upset with Dean if Lloyd went a little early, too. So, um, right. The only knock on Dean is his size. You know, he's he's a little bit undersized for everything. He is a little smaller, but um, I think either one are going to have pretty good careers. Um, Devin Lloyd, I think a little bit, a little bigger. You're right. Not very fast, though. I think Dean was a little faster than Lloyd, but Dean's, no, also Dean's, a, a Dean's an absolute freak of an athlete. Yeah, Dean's a little quicker, so. Yeah. Now, the one IDP guy, I mean, he's a cornerback, is uh, Tariq Woolen um, out of UTSA. He is 6'4", and he is blazingly fast. He has super long arms, um, and he has a crazy vertical. So he tested insanely well. I wouldn't be surprised if some team reaches for him in the first round now just due to his size, but he's never really been that good in coverage. He's kind of been hit or miss for the most part. So I'm really interested to see where he goes after testing uh, the way he did. But having someone like that, if he can become more polished, I mean, that's just insane uh, on the outside for any team. Yeah. So what happened to Carl Loftus, by the way, I feel like he slipped down draft boards now. He was like the third or fourth coming off uh, defensive line. Did he, not do so well in the combine. I honestly paid no attention to him. Yeah, just I was just perusing some mock drafts as we're talking here. Um, didn't run the 40, bench press 21, vertical jump 38. I don't know if that's really necessary. 20 yard shuttle 4.36, not bad, but yeah, um, he's uh will eventually be a plus starter. So I think he kind of slipped down a little bit, didn't have the best. Didn't have the best uh, combine, so hopefully does decent in the pro day. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where these guys end up. They got some time to kind of show off their skills and everything. So um, now, without further ado, you want to get into the uh, QBs? What everybody's probably waiting for? Yeah, uh, Desmond Ritter tested freaking incredibly um, in every possible metric. I think he had the highest, the best long jump jump of anybody. Ten foot seven inches there, which is crazy. Ran a four five two. Um, 36 inch vertical. I mean, the guy is absolutely insane. Uh, he definitely improved his stock. Um, you know, watching him at the senior bowl, watching his tape and stuff. He's okay. Uh, I think his, you know, it's kind of the Trey Lance type thing where, Hey, do we want to develop this guy and just base our whole drafting off of raw talent, which definitely is not the worst thing to do. Uh, but that's kind of what we're, what we're seeing from him. That was insane what he did at the combine. Yeah, he looked to be pretty phenomenal. I mean, the accuracy issues is going to be the question here. Is he NFL ready to start, which is unfortunately what a lot of NFL teams do nowadays. They just throw him straight in there. Um, but you're right, his his stats just looked great. I mean, he's he's looking to be the guy that everyone thought he was from the start. I think he was, you know, top 10 about three months ago whenever people started first started making mock drafts. So We'll see where he goes. Um, I mean, Matt Corral didn't do hurt his ankle. Oh, he did get injured, right? Okay, yeah, um, he got injured in their uh, bowl or their championship game. I think he is waiting for his pro day. He said he would be a hundred percent healthy by then. So a strong showing on them with the or at his pro day with the lackluster performances of some of these other quarterbacks. Uh, I think could really vault him up there too. I think it's just such since there's such a middle of the pack quarterback market here, I don't think that anyone's going to really vault vault themselves. Malik Willis probably did the most vaulting he could at the senior bowl, which I still wasn't that impressed by it. But I mean, the speed itself, people just like to see. 
a lot of a lot of teams going to that mobile quarterback as well. So uh, speaking of Malik Willis, I think we both and even Billy not here agree that he is going to Seattle most likely if he makes it past uh, the Atlanta Carolinas and the other picks in the head of him. So what does that mean for him, uh, him and Locke basically in, in tandem? I mean, there's a chance that this could have been, you know, Desmond Ritter as well, but I have to imagine they're going to go with that mobile quarterback since they're already set up for it. But yeah, I, I would think mobile quarterback. I mean, Desmond Ritter or Malik Willis makes more sense, but even Kenny Pickett's pretty mobile. Um, Sam Howell's very elusive. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, Lots of like about each of these quarterbacks. I just don't think anyone's like super well-rounded in this draft on that one. But we saw last year, we started hearing the uh, the rumblings that San Francisco traded up for Mac Jones. And then that vaulted him up in, you know, I don't even think this time last year, we had Mac Jones as a first round pick. And all of a sudden he's just slung shot up there based off of this news for, with San Fran trading and stuff. So this next couple of weeks in free agency is going to be, wild plus pro days i mean if matt corral shows out you could really have a four horse race for that first pick um well the only real valid so i think the thing is is we're gonna see some fight over these three quarterbacks that's why i think they're all gonna go in the top 15 um sam howell might go a little later um corral could go down a little bit but i think pickett ritter and malik willis are all gone by the top 15 i think if Pittsburgh wants one, they're going to have to trade up because really the only options outside of the draft are Garoppolo and Jamie Swinston. And then we drop off a cliff to Trubisky and some of the other, you know, Teddy Bridgewaters and no yeah, offense. Marcus Mariota is a free agent. That'll be interesting to see. He could easily go to Seattle and kind of compete with Drew Locke there. I think that wouldn't be the worst thing. Marcus Mariota wouldn't be a terrible idea. I mean, for what he was supposed to be and after, you know, kind of sitting his years out and, being a good, decent backup. I mean, honestly, they were using him in the Wildcat a little bit in Oakland or Las Vegas. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where these yeah. all these guys all end up going. But I don't see, I don't know, the teams that I see trying to get Jamie's and Garoppolo. Garoppolo seems poised to go to Indy if I had to make a guess. Uh, but honestly, I don't think anyone knows where Garoppolo is going to end up going. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Be a lot. I mean, as as men in America, we are going to hear about a uh, eight and a half inch hands um, until the draft happens. So every dude out there is going to be like measuring their hands in their closet. You know, I, know, I need to figure out how big my hands are. What do they measure from? Do they measure from like the the, the middle of the forearm? Oh, uh, it's uh, the top of the middle finger to the crease in the wrist down here. Okay, That's where they measure too. But no, I yeah. mean, there are concerns with a smaller hand. I mean, the NFL has a bigger ball and that sort of thing. But Kenny Pickett, man, he's probably the most complete quarterback in this class. I'm just going to come out and say it. You know, any team taking him is getting a great quarterback, at least someone that's going to help the team out in the long run. So They also said the same thing about Drew Burrow, and he had nine-inch hands, which, you know, yeah, that half-inch really comes into play, as we all know. Um, but... I just don't, I don't, I'm not going to work myself up about this. If I'm someone wanting to draft Kenny Pickett, I don't think it hurts his stock as much as everyone thinks. It's just camp news. It's draft news, man. It's something that isn't normal. So people are going to talk about it. Unfortunately, that's the society we live in. If something's not normal, people are going to talk about it. So I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be hurting from this. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll, we had him as the number one quarterback going off the board at six. So him, Ritter, Malik Willis, it'll be an interesting battle, but I think all three of them go within five picks of each other or so. So, yeah, no, it's 
you know, it was interesting because going into this process, we were like, is there even a first round quarterback out there? Of course, there's a first round quarterback and these guys just keep climbing up boards. So, well, that's the thing is supply and demand. So they're going to need it. They're going to go for it. Um, I mean, kind of interesting to see what the QB market looks like, like those looking for quarterbacks. And honestly, I mean, it could go up as far as Houston. I mean, we haven't really talked about that at all, but Houston is in need of a quarterback. So could they trade back for someone who wants a Aiden Hutchinson or Kevon Thibodeau very possibly. So, or the quarterbacks might sneak up that high. I mean, they're going to get a quarterback one way or another. I mean, whether it be Watson through the trade via Watson or, you know, this, obviously the news will come uh, soon about the Watson situation. So after that comes out, I, I wouldn't be against, or, you know, Houston, we might see them in the quarterback market as well. We got Carolina, Atlanta, Seattle, potentially Washington still, Minnesota still in the conversation. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Down the list, man. The Browns, the Eagles could be in the conversation to grab one of them. I mean, there's plenty of them. Saints, there's a plenty of teams. The, the Raiders might be trading car. I mean, there's, there's a lot of quarterback uh, needy teams or at least you know, someone who might need one eventually. So, and I do think the, you know, the free agency with these uh, quarterbacks, you know, Green Bay bringing Aaron Rodgers back, Wilson getting traded, uh, Wentz getting traded and stuff like that. That kind of tells you what you need to know. A lot of these GMs think of this incoming quarterback class. So they're not willing to hitch their, uh, hitch their ride to one of these rookies just yet. Um, Some teams are going to have to like Seattle. Um, You know, if if Garoppolo goes to Pittsburgh or something, they'll get him out of it, but they're going to go high and it's going to be really fun to watch. I feel like Seattle's absolutely getting a quarterback and it could be even corral. I mean, there's, there's a few different quarterbacks. It just depends on who they like the most. Like take, take for example, the, the Raiders, they draft whatever guy they want, whether they think he's supposed to go there or not. Yeah. It's usually a fail, uh, AKA Leatherwood and, uh, who was their defensive lineman they tried to replace Mac with? Cleveland Farrell. Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, That's that one was, that one didn't work either. But I'm just saying, like, if someone likes, you know, the picket, if they like Malik Willis, they think it'll be a good fit. I mean, he could go anywhere. I still, I still am under the impression that Atlanta gets Malik Willis. But if he makes it to nine, I think he goes to Seattle. No, absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, other really good performances uh from the combine troy anderson from montana state uh really good um you know he led the fcs with defensive stops and he wasn't even a linebacker coming into the season there so um i think he helped his stock a lot christian watson of course continues to climb up boards um but it's kind of all i have on the combine man i'm just excited for the free agency and pro days yeah, they're saying Matt Corral and Sam Howell kind of fell down the boards, but I don't think either one of them are really falling down the boards because there's only about five good quarterbacks startable, not maybe right away, but decent quarterbacks out of the draft. So we'll see what it comes uh, in two weeks. Check out our new mock draft, updated mock draft for offensive points. We will have a little uh, updated mock draft after free agency kind of gets the full first swing um, so we can at least kind of understand where some of these what teams are going to need what because as of right now we've been spitballing and so far we have not been correct because it's been kind of wild so tune in there and tune in each week for uh dynasty tailgate with bill and possibly joe maybe myself but probably not because they recorded at weird hours but hey man get off on thursday 
Yeah. yeah, I know. I'll just I'm gonna start my new job and I'll be like, listen, I need to be on Dynasty Tailgate. I just gotta be, I gotta go home. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, anything else you want to add here, Joe? Or little no, I mean go check up? out, go check out all our stuff, offensive points, uh, get the ultimate dynasty index. That thing will help you like crazy. Jordan's got buy sell candidates, risers, fallers, he's got everything on there. He puts the grind in, you know. Check out everything. Get on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, talk shit, get hit. We'll talk shit back. It'll be awesome. So just just reach out and enjoy all our other content. Thanks, guys. Semi-Pro Fantasy uh, has plenty of channels, so check us out. I like the offensive points the best. Those guys just kind of relate to me. Um, but Dynasty Tailgate's pretty great. IDP Army, um, of course, the Terrestrial Takes. Those guys are pretty great, too. So check us out. If you like anything, send us some send us some shit on Twitter. We'll, we'll always argue with something. If you hate something, if you like something, just let us know when we're right. Let us know when we're wrong, all right? Please. Peace. Now, guys, get-